Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello everyone, um, this is Rob Wolf. Uh, welcome to Amazing Avenue Audio and episode number five of Unformidable where we take a look back at some of the less heralded Mets in our beloved franchise's quirky history, uh, as every player who dons the orange and blue is, in their own way, unformidable to all of us as fans of the team. And uh, quirky will definitely be the byword for today's character. I want to thank everyone out there uh, for their suggestions. Uh, they've been fun and random. Uh, I've gotten some on the comments on Amazing Avenue and some on Twitter, uh, and they definitely befit the show and its conceit in the, the you know random players I've seen named and suggested. Uh, so I want to start taking care of a couple of them. They've all been great suggestions. I'm going to try and incorporate uh, pretty much all of them at some point or another. Uh, but this particular suggestion was one of my favorites. Um, it's a player I even heard my dad and my uncle mention uh, and remember fondly, which is really saying something when you look at the player's stats and history. Um, so yeah, we're going to go back a little ways in time. Uh, just looking at our modern day Mets, uh, I've been very excited lately to see, uh, you know, Brandon Nimmo seems to be turning it around. Uh, Brandon Nimmo uh, is you know, more than notable for being the only Met player to ever be from Wyoming. 
Uh, today we're going to take a look at a Met player who's known or remembered for more than being the first and, as far as I know, the only Met player to be from another beautiful southwestern state of Utah, and we're going to be talking about George the Stork Theodore. Now, in 1969, of course, a notable Met year, uh, George Theodore was drafted by the Mets in the 31st round out of Utah. And uh, in a fun anecdote I learned in preparing for this podcast, uh, when the Mets scout came to sign him and asked what it would take to sign him, uh, Theodore replied that, uh, how about a year of grad school? Oh, so, so the Mets paid uh, $3,000 for uh, his year at the University of Utah, uh, where he pursued a psychology degree. Um, and as we'll discuss at the end, he certainly actually did put that to good use uh, af after his baseball career was long over. But first, let's, uh, let's just look at his uh, journey to the majors. So again, drafted in 69, um, he spent five years in the minors, um, his, from 22 to 25, uh, making his way up from rookie ball to AAA. Um, <clears throat> I guess really put himself on the map in, in, a, in single A and double A in 1971. He hit 28 homers, 114 RBIs, 16 stolen bases over uh, those two seasons. So, you know, the Mets saw a lot of value in uh, this 30th, 31st round draft pick. Um, and in 1973, another notable year in Mets history, uh, George the Stork Theodore got the call to the majors. And George became pretty much an instant fan favorite, uh, probably in large part because of that cool nickname and the reason he got it. Um, as you might imagine, he was a, uh, I don't know, he's like a taller, ganglier Jacob Rehm. Uh, uh, he looked like uh, your, you know, physics professor or, I don't know, Charles, a taller Charles Nelson Riley in uniform. Um, so, and, you know, he's just got those awkward glasses in every photo you see of him. And, you know, just have to suspect and uh, believe that it was at least in part that non-athletic look that... Uh, that helped endear him to the Shea crowd. And of course, uh, as we'll discuss, the quirky personality, uh, quirky, lovable personality he displayed. I, I mean, it certainly wasn't the stats. I mean, for he, he's certainly incredibly fondly remembered for uh, a player who had 192 at-bats with the Mets, hit two homers, batted 219, uh, and had a 567 OPS in, in his time with the Mets. Uh, so, yeah. Mark Fidrich, without the talent, um, Theodore was a real child, quirky child of the 70s, a, a great, fun interviewee with a, with a hippie-ish bent uh, and a penchant for quirky quotes uh and uh, the the yearbook uh, noted that he was into astrology and meditation uh the back of his 1974 tops baseball card just simply read george likes marshmallow milkshakes where it usually would you know have some kind of stats or a draft uh position as far as information about the player all, all of this i think combined with uh you know the the verve uh, and love with which he played the game uh, really just made him a huge fan favorite despite uh, less than stellar results. 
Another uh, another uh, another anecdote. I should actually talk about his playing with the Mets, but uh, he he actually pr- he uh, kind of prefaced uh, preceded Pedro Serrano. Uh, one of his famous quotes was apparently, "I've been trying transcendental meditation, and that helps me be passive and wait on the curve. But I've got to find something else to hit the slider. Maybe maybe you should have tried Joe Boo. I mean, we, we know Joe Boo doesn't help with the curveball, but it, it never really specified the slider. So." Anyway, George was a part-time left fielder primarily for the 73 Mets, uh, played a lot, a uh, decent bit in the beginning of the year, uh, and again, you know, his legend definitely outgrew the playing time he got. He had a he had a fan section called the Storkettes, who cheered him on at Shea, and uh, yeah, just got outsized reactions from what I've read and what I've uh, heard from my family for... Uh, for being so beloved. But as far as his actual playing, uh, as we said, the, the results didn't quite match up to the the legend of the stork. Theodore amassed 116 at-bats, uh, 134 plate appearances uh, for the Mets between April 14th, uh, or 133 of them were between April 14th and July 7th of 1973. And July 7th is unfortunately uh, the date that'll be most remembered. So on that date against the Atlanta Braves, uh, Davey Johnson hit his 21st homer of the year uh, in the fourth inning off of Ray Sadecki. Um, but that home run uh, would not be the most memorable one of the game. No, that would be when Ralph Gar came up to the plate in the seventh inning um, and lofted a fly ball to left center field. Uh, and the stork and center fielder Don Hahn uh, both went full bore for it and had an unfortunate and quite violent collision uh, that knocked both of them out and dislocated Theodore's hip. Uh, Gar got an inside-the-park home run on the play. Uh, Both players had to be taken off the field. Uh, Theodore dislocated his hip and missed almost the rest of the season. He uh, actually unbelievably returned September 20th for a one-pinch hitting appearance uh, for that 134th plate appearance uh, during the 1973 season. Uh, but the Mets, who were 34-45 and 45, uh, after that game against the Braves in 1973, as we all know, recovered to make the playoffs that season. And while Theodore did not uh, make an appearance in the NLCS against the Reds, um, he did get two pinch-hitting appearances in the 73 World Series, going 0 for 2. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Theodore tried to come back in 74, but <clears throat> seems, uh, you know, he, by his account, uh, the interviews I've seen with him, you know, he just never fully recovered from the injury. Uh, he was really relegated to pinch hitting appearances. Uh, he appeared in 60 games, uh, got 76 at bats. Uh, he hit one home run, which counted for his one RBI of the year, which um, interestingly enough was uh, the first of a back-to-back-to-back home runs uh, of Theodore Rusty Staub and Cleon Jones, uh, which at least according to what I've read and haven't been able to verify was the first uh, the first time the Mets hit uh, back three consecutive home runs. Um, uh, I don't know if that's... I, I, I can't back that up, but uh, that is what I read. But uh, that was on July uh, 20th, 1974, and that was the beloved Stork's last RBI as a Met and as a Major League ball player. Uh, he, uh, as noted, just, uh, you know, he retired after that year. He just felt that the, uh, you know, the injury, uh, he was not going to recover for it. And, you know, seemed clear he didn't have a spot on the Major League roster anymore. But if you're wondering if <clears throat> all that love and adulation for this quirky stork uh, was well-deserved, well, um, you know, his uh, you know, his post-Met career and life is uh, pretty inspiring uh, for anyone, especially for an athlete. Um, he, he returned to Utah after he retired, uh, where George Theodore got a master's degree in social work. Um, and he apparently worked uh, 38 years with elementary school students uh, and was named like Salt Lake City's Educator of the Year in 2016. Uh, if you go to his Wikipedia page, which obviously I did to uh, find out what he was up to now, um, there's a great article uh, from Utah's Desiree News on him that's cited uh, uh, called A Champion on and Off the Field. And in another baseball movie reference, it it kind of reminded me of that article about uh, about Moonlight Graham that that woman wrote in Field of Dreams. It you know, made me a little misty-eyed and you realize that there's more important things out there than baseball. Uh, but yeah, except for the fact that George Theodore is alive still um, and, you know, isn't crossing over any stones and turning into a ghost or anything. But uh, it, was, it was a very lovely article about uh, what seems to be uh, a lovely man and, uh, you know, a, a real uh, beloved Met who, uh, if uh, you don't remember or were too distracted, uh, cursing out uh, the way the season and the stadium ended. Uh, he was at the uh, at the farewell to Shea, and uh, you know got got a pretty decent ovation. So I mean, not only was he beloved at the time, but he was uh, certainly remembered, uh, whether for that uh, that passion that he played for, or that uh, gangly, awkward, storky. If that guy could make it hey, maybe I could actually make it kind of look that he had uh, or uh, whatever he had that what the French call that certain I don't know what uh, George Theodore uh, George the Stork Theodore was a, a legitimately unformidable Met. If you've never heard of him or don't remember him or only knew, you know, scraps that you heard from family like I did, I, you know, encourage you to 
look some stuff up or just, uh, you know, hopefully this, this pod has uh, told you what you need to know. But, uh, he was, uh, he, it was fun to read about him and fun to talk about him. I think it was a, it was a great suggestion, uh, from the audience. I really appreciate it. And, uh, as I said, we'll try to revisit a few more before uh, we get into some theme podcasts and try to start, uh, you know, syncing up uh, players uh, with games that are upcoming or events uh, in the Mets season this year uh, and so forth. Uh, thank you very much for listening to Unformidable uh, and Amazing Avenue Audio. Uh, please go to amazingavenue.com for more Mets-related content. Follow Amazing Avenue on Facebook, the Twitters, the Instagrams, uh, whatever uh, social media outlet or outlets you prefer. Uh, you can find this and all of our amazing podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, please subscribe. Please leave a review. Um, it really helps, unless you hated it. I guess that review wouldn't help. But uh, anyway, um, original music on this podcast is by Bunga. I'm on Twitter at WolfRR, W-O-L-F-F-R-R, and the show has its own podcast at Unformidable. Uh, Thank you again, and as always, let's go Mets!